Hello and welcome to the 41st installment of the B Team. That's right. It's our three-year anniversary, I think, and 31st episode. Um, we're going to roll with that. Where our producer's checking if that's actually the case. But it's so great to be with you all again. Um, it's been a wild last month of sports. And by sports, we mean football. And gosh, G Wally, G Willikers, what a playoffs we have coming. What a week 18. We thought it was going to be disappointing going in. I mean, there's a lot of like, eh, matchups. I don't know what's happening. And then the Jag showed up and the Colts had the epic claps and set the stage for an incredible week and a lot to come. Wow. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Thanks for asking, Jerry. You were right. This is our 41st episode. I think we might have passed our, uh, we're going we're gonna to go back in the archives here. My math's correct. You were wrong. We haven't hit our three-year anniversary oh. yet, but we're getting close to that two and a half year anniversary, mm. which I know in some relationships, people value more than the three-year anniversary. Yes. Mm-hmm. About that, but you know, it's neither here nor there. I am doing great. Got back from a nice trip down to Mexico City mm. and uh, came back with a tan. So doing well. How about you, drunk man? Oh, doing doing well myself over here. Uh, 41 episodes. That's pretty good. And if you count, uh, you know, the sports sesh days, which our, our real super fans would, uh, we're probably going on like a, a five year anniversary, not including the years off. I mean, of like five, like active years, maybe together. So that's pretty cool stuff. Um, yeah, we're, we're really we're really doing well mentally, physically uh everything's good no need to check on us we're good i'm okay uh pimo any any uh cool mexico stories i know you were down there traveling by yourself how was how was that yeah it was awesome man it's something that i'd recommend anybody do at some point in their life really gave me a lot of time to you know think about things do what i wanted to sleep in if i wanted to so that was awesome uh, the tacos were great. Shout out to loyal listener of the podcast, Jenna Fredo. I'm sure you listen all the time, Jenna. Uh, but thank you for the recommendations. That were great. Um, and yeah, you know, had some interesting interactions. Met a couple from Detroit in Chicago who, better way to put it, were kind of, you know, a little awesome, a little out there, a little weird. And uh, we shared a, a New Year's together. So that was pretty fun. I met this guy from Utila. <laughs> from Utila, if you're listening, Paul. Um, He's been texting me nonstop after I decided to give him my number and the COVID test line. And uh, he told me that our neighbor down in Honduras died recently. So shout out to whoever died in Honduras. But it was an awesome trip. Uh, Mexico City is a really, really cool city. I would recommend if, you know, you're looking for a nice weekend getaway or, or whatever, head down there. You can experience some culture, good food, good people. Um, and it was great awesome place to sleep in great place to sleep in. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I, uh, I want to go, I want to see where the pyramids, you you were telling me that there's a train you can take from the city to the pyramids. Is that right? But you did Uber. Well, there's no train. You can okay. take a public transportation bus okay. uh, for 40 pesos one way, which I think, you know, translate to about a dollar 50, something like okay. that. But here's the thing. COVID's raging right now. Mm. Thanks a lot, Brandon. And we, meaning myself, we, I've been referring to myself as we recently. Um, It's really helped him with my mental health. But we decided that it might just be smart to take an Uber and not Mm. get on Mexico City public transportation. So it was about $40 round trip there and back. Um, And this is going to be a nice segue, actually. I woke up on Sunday, January 2nd, and decided to go to the pyramids. Got there early, around 9 o'clock. The reason being, I was on Central Time, and I'm used to the witching hour happening mm. around 1, 1.30 here, but on Central Time, it's 2, 2.30, so I left the pyramids, Tetuachan, whatever the fuck it's called, at um, about you know, 12, 12.30, made it back at 2 o'clock, and boy, what a witching hour. That was right when the Bengals-Chiefs game was hitting that climax. Mm. Um, probably a good time to shout out Lee, double fantasy champion this year. You love to see it. That's the B team difference. Yeah, that's that's what our expertise comes in, uh, especially when I auto drafted in uh, our college league. But yeah, I won. Uh, I won a cool uh, three thousand dollars about 
um, between both leagues. So uh, I'm buying some new ski boots. Um, I just bought a laptop. Uh, gonna, I bought Bruins tickets last night. Great game last night. Uh, yeah, so I'm just balling out right now with my fantasy winnings. Um, yeah, pretty crazy. And most of it in our league especially came from that Bengals Chiefs game with Jamar Chase versus Joe Burrow. But Jamar Chase having three touchdowns at 200 yards. That game was insane. I was in Big Sky, Montana, uh, where I got COVID on New Year's at a bar called Tips Up, I believe. Um, but I went, I was skiing in the morning, and then I came for the like the end of the, the games. And for some reason, there was a shitload of people from Cincinnati and Kansas City all gathered by the bars. And then that game, end of that game was so crazy. Them going for it on fourth down when they didn't need to. Uh, like three penalties in a row to keep the game alive. Joe Burrow getting injured and the backup making the final plays of the game. Who's what's the? Do you guys even remember the backup's name? It's like Brandon Allen. Did I make that up? Let's 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 go, Brandon Allen. I think Brandon Allen. I couldn't <laughs> believe that decision to continue to go forth on fourth down. In total, didn't they go from the two yard line or in? Was it six or seven times? And couldn't get it. I believe it was six times because they had what a first and goal from the one or two, and then they had two or three fourth downs. Um, so your math works out there. Great memory. It was Brandon Allen, in fact, who came in to spike the ball. And I forget who was doing it. Maybe it was Romo was saying, you know, let's hope that he doesn't knee the ball. And all of a sudden we're all thinking, like, is this guy gonna take a knee? <laughs> yeah. And this- like a tie what the fuck is happening here when he said that i was like oh my god he might need it he might need it he could need it that would be so funny thank you for venmoing me jerry for our uh listeners jerry was just quiet for a second because he was paying me my fantasy winnings uh which i actually have only received from your house uh of pimo jerry and robert no one else has paid yet um it's okay i when i was commissioner i uh actually spent the money one time and had to start a payment plan to Rob Pryor once I made the money back. Uh, it was in my portfolio. I was investing it. The investments didn't go well. Um, not a lot of return on hams, I guess. So once I got the money back, I would pay Rob Pryor. Not too late, maybe like two weeks. But I'll start cracking some some knuckles once I or some fingers once I have to. Yeah, we'll talk to the commission. Well, he'll get the office. will get in motion on that. Um, and I mean, yeah, we're not going to tout the league too much here, but we're really happy with our play out there. We thought the level of um, engagement and camaraderie and shit talk was really strong this year. And, um, you know, we love to see the uh, effort that everybody put in and I uh, want to congratulate you again on the Pornhub Premium Championship. Thank you. Shout out Pornhub Premium and also Porn Chubb Premium, my other team uh, with Nick Chubb that uh, won um, my other league. Uh, but that game we're talking about was actually not week 18. That was week 17, but a huge, yes. huge win for the Bengals to because they were going to be in some trouble in week 18. They needed – I mean, incredible. They're able to beat the Chiefs. And who would have thought uh, beginning of the season, everyone said the Browns had the best roster in football. The Ravens had Lamar Jackson. The Steelers had that defense. Who would have thought the Bengals would be the ones to win the AFC North? So that was, that was pretty incredible. I'm pretty pumped to see them and the Raiders – in the playoffs would have finished for the Raiders too, uh, beating the Colts, which was a big upset. And then chargers, they were underdogs, but that was a more even match. But that was, that was one of the best games of all time. As we were all texting about that went to overtime could have ended in a tie. Uh, just crazy. Derek Carr played amazing. Uh, the whole Raiders team, Max Crosby, so damn good. I, I feel like I'm liking the Bengals in that match a little bit, but like, the Raiders could win any game. I mean, this, this, I think that's a great game. It's that uh, Raiders Bengals. I'm pretty pumped for that one, but yeah, what an end to the, to the season with that game. Oh man. This, the, the cycle of uh, amazing primetime games went from first game of the year to last game of the year. Just what a, what a great regular season. Yeah. I, I mean, that was, that was the most fun I've had watching football in a long time. And maybe that's because I'm a Broncos fan. It's been a tough six years, but that oh, was oh yeah that it's was so tough that was it's been such a tough six years that was Broncos. unbelievable that was unbelievable i have never seen a game like that where it just it, it felt like it could go either way the entire game um that 
pass interference penalty at the end of the first half was crucial in that game. I mean, that, you know, you think about momentum was swinging. The Chargers looked like they couldn't be stopped. Raiders are stalling a little bit, just chucks it down the field. I don't really know what Chris Harris was doing, but Mm. Chris Collinsworth didn't like the call, but I think it's the right call. And that ended up, you know, really the trajectory of that game. And then the Chargers come back four minutes and 50 seconds left. Um, It it was an awesome football game. I, I, you know, I was for four hours, extremely entertained. And to your point, you know, bookending it, that was the last game of the year in prime time. First game of the year in prime time. I don't remember, but I remember that Monday night game between the Raiders and the um, Ravens. Ravens with the walk-off. Yeah, had the same kind of finish where they scored a touchdown at the end of the game and put it into overtime. The overtime went back and forth, could have ended in a tie, and the Raiders walk it off. So just an awesome regular season, setting us up really nicely for some great playoffs. Yeah, just one more point on the Chargers-Raiders game. I just think it, it didn't feel real. Like, it was so unbelievable for a team. You get one fourth and nine on a game-winning drive, right? Oh, that, my God. To, to, I think in total they had five or, 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 again, six. That's kind of the, I guess, motif of the episode, five or six. Third and nine or fourth and nine or greater conversions in the final three minutes of the game. Like, how you do that is so mind-blowing. And you're watching his fan, like, they can get another one? Another one, another, it was so incredible. And then to have the tie come into play at the end without a questionable call there on the timeout. And as Derek Carr said at the end of the game, while also awkwardly mentioning that he was texting Aaron Rodgers for some reason, <laughs> which was like a weird, weird shout out to A-Rod. But uh, that, that timeout really changed everything and they would have probably just played for the tie. Um, it was mind blowing. I'm happy the Raiders won in the end. Raiders have been, dog horse the whole year what they've gone through is just incredible i don't know if a dog horse is a thing but we're gonna yeah, never heard that of course <laughs> i'm glad that you caught yourself yes. yeah. you know what let's do it and i'm excited for that matchup too and uh it's uh I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take five and a half with the raiders i think it's gonna be a close game either the yeah. Bengals team roll them i just don't see it though i think it's gonna be close and the Bengals might pull it out but the raiders got something going right now no matter what happens incredible season for for uh Las Vegas. Yeah, if you yeah. think diversity that that team went through, John Gruden, Henry Ruggs, they also had two other players either get DUIs or threaten on Instagram Live with a gun. Mm. And just what uh, Rick Scaramucci, you know, whatever his name <laughs> yeah. is, has been able to do with that team. I think you have to give them the head coaching job next year, yeah. regardless of how they do. I mean, to win four straight, to get into the playoffs, beating teams like the Colts and the Broncos who were – in contention for yeah. um it, it definitely shows that you know he has a good command of that locker room and i think that he deserves a chance at least for another year i know there's a lot of you know transition head coaching carousel right now uh, maybe something we don't need to get into in this episode save that for another Brian one Flores. but yeah you know i mean he he could be a good coach but i just think what he's been able to do with that team all the adversity it shows that they really came together around him. Uh, He's been able to command that locker room. And I never thought I'd be saying this, but I'm kind of rooting for the Raiders in these playoffs. Um, You know, they've really shown some grit, some character, and I'd be happy to see them make a little bit of a run. Yeah. I'd I'd like to see Rick Santorum stay the head coach there. Um, And it's the cool thing on Saturday is that like, I'll be happy with either team winning. Like would love to see the Bengals haven't won a playoff game in 30 years and the Raiders in like 15 years. So um yeah it'll be it'll be cool that's a game like you can root for either team i like the Bengals' offense was so dynamic at the end of the year and it's gonna be so hard to stuff uh mixon t higgins tyler boyd and jamar chase um but their offensive line is kind of shitty and the raiders don't even need to blitz because they have max crosby who's just a freak so i think that'll be a really fun game and i think saturday is a great day saturday night uh patriots bills eight eight fifteen night game in Buffalo, zero degrees. Um, that's going to be a great game. I think bills definitely are trending better than the Patriots right now. And they should probably win, but it's bill Belichick and, um, the Pats are having some, they're healthy running backs against not the best run defense. So I think Saturday is gonna be two, two great games. Um, pretty pumped for, for the Saturday slate. No pressure on the Patriots. Uh, mm-hmm. 
you're not usually in. None at all. You're 100% right. The Bills have everything to lose here. If the Bills lose this game, that would just be devastating. Yeah. For, for the town and for Josh Allen. He's got to win. I mean, it's a must-win game for Josh Allen. I, I believe in him. I think he's great quarterback. Um, he does things right in the community. He's like a Matt Stafford of Buffalo, um, you know, in many ways, like uh, he was for <laughs> Huge Stafford guy this weekend. We'll touch on that later. Um, but I really see uh, an interesting situation here because the Patriots never don't have pressure on them. So I'm curious to see how Bill does under that. Um, I, I just think the Bills have to win, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Pull it yeah, up. And do, we have, do, is, do we think there's any validity to this thing going around that Josh Allen has really poor hand circulation? Blood circ. Have you heard this? Have you seen this? He no. has poor circulation and apparently hates playing in extreme cold. And it's going to be zero degrees in Buffalo, so much so that tickets are going for $30 in Buffalo for a Patriots-Bills playoff game. It's going to be so cold that even Bills Mafia is struggling to get to this game. Maybe you can say it's COVID-related too, but uh, there's tickets are very cheap for this game. Um, so this is going to be, I don't know, it's going to be very, very cold. So that probably advantage may go to the Patriots based on how they did the first time they played in that crazy win. Is this um, going to be a stupid win game or another stupid run the ball? No, it's yeah. going to be a run the ball game for sure. I mean, that's how the Patriots are going to have to win considering they have the upper hand with their O-line and Ramondre Stevenson and Brandon Bolden and Damian Harris versus Singletary. And I don't even know Matt Breida. Um, so it's going to be probably Patriots running and Bills passing. Uh, so I think it's going to – it's both teams going to try to play to their strengths. Um, it'll be a good game. I do think there is some validity to the hand circulation thing. We'll forget, Josh Allen is actually from California. So even though he went to school in Wyoming, he grew up playing in sunny 70-degree weather. Probably not that used to the bitter cold up there in Buffalo. When that wind starts whipping up off of Lake Erie, it gets a little tough out there. I, I don't know. I think we'll see, though. And it, it you know, really does bring up the game that we saw where the Patriots threw the ball twice? Three. Three times. Three times. Terrible game. One completion. Great game. Uh, great game. Great game. Very yeah. – my fantasy team making the playoffs, not a big deal. Um, I, I think we're going to see a similar game, though. I think the Patriots yeah. run the ball. Um, and you know, I think about some X factors in this game for both teams – Patriots tight ends, you know, they brought in John Smith and Hunter Henry. Um, you would know better how they perform, but I could see this being a game where tight ends are important, not just in the blocking scheme, but also in their ability to kind of play off of that. Maybe, you know, have some interesting trick plays that really get them open um, on the bill side, Isaiah McKenzie, former mm -hmm. George, dad, he's got some speed. They could be running some, you know, jet sweeps, things like that with him to kind of mix up that game where they don't have the running, maybe they incorporate a wide receiver. So I think if I think of X factors, those are my two on both teams. And Isaiah McKenzie uh, in the bills win over the Patriots absolutely torched them. So yeah, that's a good call. He's a, uh, he's probably going to be going to be a big factor um, as a Patriots fan. I'm feeling somewhat confident. I know they're, they're not favored, um, but I, I believe as much as I could. Um, I kind of wanted to play the Bengals, but I think this is going to be, going to be a good one um bills are definitely vulnerable they haven't looked that amazing um you know towards the end of the season um i guess we go to go to sunday uh really good uh well the earlier game kind of stinks eagles bucks that's probably a, a stinker right yeah, yeah I, I don't see any scenario in which the bucks lose that game yeah uh, you might say you know, tom brady versus the eagles um, but you're forgetting that he beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl in 2004. So thanks a yeah. lot. <laughs> um, I, I just I know there's injuries on that team, but when you really look at what the injuries are, they're not as great as people are, you know realizing. I think that's a team that's getting healthy again too. We saw people like uh, Murphy Bunting coming back onto the field in previous weeks. Playoff Lenny will be back, and I, I think without Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin. It opens up a lot of room for Cameron Brait, Rob Gronkowski to have big games. But we forget that Mike Evans is, for the past yeah. 10 years, one of the top five receivers in the NFL. 
Um, I would look to him to have a pretty big game. At the same time, the only thing that I can see with the Eagles is they are a team, to quote a podcast that we won't name, who relies heavily nowadays on Julian Edelman's point of view. Yeah, Joe Rogan? Yeah, the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they can run the ball. They play gritty defense. Those are things that you look for kind of come this playoff time. But I think a home game for Tom Brady down there in sunny Tampa, it's going to be tough for that team to lose. Not so fast, my friends. Watch out here. I'm telling you, this could be a big early upset that we're seeing. I, I really think you're right here with the defense and the potential. I don't know. This Bucks offense has not been in queue. They could get it together here, get a run going in the playoffs. That's fine. But to say there's no reason here to think they couldn't lose, they have not looked like they've been firing all cylinders the second half of the year at all. I mean, that's I know it's the Saints that have their number, but that shutout, what, the first one in Tom Brady and, and God knows how long, um, someone knows how long, uh, <laughs> it was, I think, a, a sign that this team is not all put together the way they were and definitely not as hot as they were go- going into the playoffs last year. Well, I'll provide a counterpoint there. If we look at going into the playoffs last year, Lee and I were driving back from a beautiful time up in Frisco and we decided to stop at a barbecue place. And lo and behold, the Bucks were playing the Falcons and they were losing. And it looked like the Bucks might not even make the playoffs at that point. Um, they went on to win that game, maybe didn't play the best, but I think what we saw there and, you know, we've seen in previous weeks, the Jets game being the example, here, you just can never count Tom Brady out, regardless of how down they are, injuries, whatever, whatever. I mean, who did he throw the winning pass to in the Jets? Grace, Grayson, Grayson Kristoff. Grayson Kristoff. Nice catch, dude. <laughs> I thought you were working for MetLife, but I guess you're on the fucking Bucks. Um, I think that's the X factor here. And it's stupid for me to even say that. It's stupid to discount the Eagles completely, but I'm taking the Bucks in this one 100%. I think the greater X factor is Jalen Hurts, and more so than Tom Brady. If Jalen Hurts plays the game of his life, this game is going to, of course, come down uh, to the very end, and they could pull it out. More so than how well Tom Brady plays, it is coming, uh, it's upon Jalen Hurts to step up and play the game of his life, and the Eagles, with their defense, can pull this game out. All right, Jerry. I like I like the fire. I like the fire. <laughs> Hard to argue with that. Yeah. Hard to argue with that. Hard to argue with that. Watching a lot of Corso lately, uh, his like highlight tapes really gets me fired up. Um, uh, what do you got? Two thirty MST time. That is a fun matchup. A yeah. really, really, really good matchup. Probably maybe the hottest team going in the playoffs right now. San Francisco 49ers traveling down to Jerry's house and the Cowboys. What wait, are you guys seeing wait, here? Wait, they're going to Huntington Woods? Yeah, they are. <laughs> How are you going to fit the whole team? they were there. fucking traveling to Detroit in the first round of the playoffs. That'd be great. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, that's going to be an awesome game, I hope. Um, I think something that you've said all year, Jerry, Jimmy G, you know, what version of him do we get? Sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy G who throws interceptions in the red zone, or do we get the Jimmy G who is a good game manager? That San Francisco 49ers defense is very good. Uh, Debo Samuel is awesome. Yeah. That's what I think the Niners could definitely pull this one out. Dallas hasn't looked as dominant as they did at the beginning of the year. And if Elijah Mitchell's ripping it behind Trent Williams, and then that leaves, you know, those little play actions where Debo just catches it across the middle and Jimmy can just throw easy passes all day and, be a good game manager. He's a great game manager. He's not the best quarterback I've ever seen, but he's a, he's a good game manager. Um, so yeah, I think there's definitely a, a window for both teams here. I feel like I just like kind of forgot about Dallas for a while. I remember the beginning of the year, we were like, they're a Super Bowl contender. And then just like, I don't know, they've just been a strange team. I, I just like have a gut feeling that they could lose this one, especially that um, San Fran has Elijah Mitchell back and starting to look really good. Um, so I think, you know, with the Kyle Shanahan stuff and the and San Francisco experience, I think this is, uh, this is a great game. Um, Dallas should figure it out, but, um, I'm, I'm excited for this one. I, I like, I, I got a feeling about the Niners in this one. 
I do too. I really think the Niners are one of those teams again that they're set up for success around this time of year. But it would be kind of cool to see the Cowboys make a little bit of a run. Uh, I wouldn't be too upset if the Cowboys won by any means. I just think that they've been trending in the wrong direction. That defense is good, but you know we know how Dan Quinn does in the playoffs. Um, we'll see if he's able to to put up a good game plan here to stop that dynamic offense, or maybe he just goes back to what he normally is. Only time will tell. It might be AFC versus NFC bias, but coming from the NFC and not being a Cowboys fan, I've never can uh, relate to, understand, or would say I want to see the Cowboys do well here. Fuck the Cowboys. Wait, 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 wait. What about the 49ers? You hate the 49ers. I hate the 49ers too. It's tough. I Jer- yes. Jerry hates every team no, in the NFL. It, it was tough. Except the Raiders and the Chargers. The Chargers. Yeah, they're, they're tough. They played each other. And then I said that. I told you that like three weeks before the final matchup. Sorry, AFC West, but that's just how I feel. Um, the 49er fan base, worst fan base in all of football. Yeah. They're the worst. We know. I'm sure all our listeners remember you telling the story of the gloves in, in uh, yeah. No one, will, no one will forget that. I'm sure, you know, Ryan Locke is, is, is well aware of that story. Our, our great listeners know that story. Everyone, all our, Lily Bigger, shout out all our loyal listeners. Yeah, absolutely. So I won't say it again, but the Cowboys on the other hand too. Yeah, America's team, my ass. I think... This is such a great matchup, though, because it's speed on speed, power on power. Um, if the 49ers can establish the run, keep the Cowboy offense off the field, and Jimmy G doesn't make mistakes, they can absolutely go into Dallas and pull out a victory here. Um, on the other hand, the Cowboys, this is another high. Again, all the pressure's on Dallas here, similar to Buffalo. they got to win this game. You've got to win this mm-hmm. game. So. Um, let's see what happens. It's going to be some great shots of Jerry in the booth, which I'm really looking forward to throughout the game. Um, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I hope Troy's calling it. Yeah, uh, Troy's yeah. definitely calling it. Yeah, he's definitely- I haven't seen Jerry in the booth since Charlie's a couple of years ago. This will be good to, to see Jerry in the booth again. And this is going to maybe rival that, but probably. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a, that's a great, great matchup. Um, yeah, I guess the problem with uh, the extras – team in the playoffs the you know the the extra wild card is uh well it wouldn't have been so bad if we had gotten the chargers in there maybe but the steelers chiefs on sunday night means we're getting to bed early i think unless jerry has a fiery counterpoint (laughs) hi friends i mean again seriously uh, okay wait uh, before you go into this diatribe which i know our listeners this is half the reason why they're here is for this type of fire i don't know what (laughs) your coffee this morning but i love it I think the fact that you can't bet the money line on this game kind of tells you everything you need to know about it. Like, mm. I would love to say that the Steelers are going to go into Kansas City and make this a close game, but I feel that the 36-10 to 10 beat down that they suffered three weeks ago is pretty indicative of how this game is going to go. Big Ben has somehow found a way to stumble his way into the playoffs. <laughs> And I think we're all you know, a little bit happy to see him maybe for his final rodeo be in the playoffs rather than going out in the regular season. That being said, I do not see any way that the Steelers win. However, I'll let my co-host take it away. Well, I don't know if they're going to win this, but it's laying 13 and a half. I think it's going to be a close one. The Chiefs could blow them out, sure. But here's the thing. It's Ben Roethlisberger. It's at night. If this game was during the day, the Steelers do not stand a chance, but in my head, everyone together visualize Big Ben playoff football. It's cold out and it's night and the lights are on. He keeps these games close. And I think the Chiefs have shown to not be the same Chiefs team that we've seen in the last four years. They're vulnerable and maybe they're getting hot at the right time. But you know what? They just lost to the Broncos. And as Pimo said, no, they didn't. Too good these days. Right? They didn't lose. To the- they won. Okay. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Almost lost to the Broncos. They should have lost to the Broncos. They should have lost to the Broncos. No, you're right. They should have lost. In my head, they lost to the Broncos because it was way too criminally close. That fumble was terrible. They should have lost to the Broncos. I've, like, literally, though, gotten the last week Uh, in my head that the Chiefs lost to the Broncos. Well, uh, you're right because, you know, not to break down a non-playoff team, but when you have second and one from the seven-yard line, 
everyone in the stadium knows you're running because of the formation out there. You have one receiver. You don't run the fucking football. Like I'm not a I'm not a coach, but that's why the play got blown up in the backfield. Well, I, Ends up taking it. You have three why downs. Don't you, run? you have three downs to get a yard. You're trying to chew up clock against Patrick Mahomes. Just what do you mean? Just just throw a screen. I don't even care if they lose yards. Everyone in the stadium, everyone in the world knew that they were going to run the ball. That's why the play got blown up in the backfield. That's why they. What you don't? What do you mean you don't run the ball? Like a pass though is even more risky. And I'm glad we're yeah, talking with Jerry. Just run it. Yeah, you don't fumble. Problem is the everyone miss block. In the, everyone in the stadium. Right, but the problem is you it. just don't miss your everyone fucking block. Everyone in the stadium don't miss your block, and then, but that happens all the time. What do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? An interception. You're Vic Fangio. You're not going to the super, or not going to the playoffs. What do you have to lose? An interception. It's Drew Lock. Sure, have Drew Lock run blue. I don't give a flying. That was fuck. an uncharacteristic play, blown the fuck up. You know? like, uh, no, it wasn't. We saw we saw the exact same thing happen against the Bengals when we were driving down the field, ten to twelve, massive yeah, game about- in the spectrum of the season. What we do? Hand off the ball. Drew Lock fumbles it. It, it just it's mistakes being made again. I do agree with Jerry though. We're getting we're getting into semantics around the Broncos who suck. <laughs> we're talking about the Chiefs here. I do think that the Chiefs have some weaknesses. I think Tyreek Hill might be a little injured. Yeah. Uh, I think their defense is not as, you know, they, they held them together in that time when they were tough, but I think right. it's not as good of a defense. Yeah. I don't think the Steelers are the team to beat the Chiefs, but I do think some team in the AFC right. will beat the Chiefs mm. along the way, whether that's a rematch with the Bengals, um, whether that's a game against the Titans, I don't know, but I don't see the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. And, yes, that is a little bit of my AFC West bias there. I would like nothing more than for that to happen. But I do see the cracks that you know mm. we're talking about there. I just don't think this week is the one that ends up leading uh, to it. I would love the Bengals to beat the Chiefs. That would be epic. That would be great. So uh, we'll see. But I just think it's going to be closer than what people imagine. Um, I guess also though, I, that was my plan when we, you know, we do our weekly meetings for our pods. We usually meet three days. Yeah. Of course. Between then and now Ben had one of the weirdest, if not the worst, I don't know, or greatest, I don't know, the most odd speech in which he said, we have no chance. Um, and I don't know, we're definitely a 14 teams, team number 14. Maybe he's trying to undersell to like, get everyone together, but to be like, we have no chance. So we're going to go in. Because he's being realistic. He knows what he's, he's, he's smart. He's, he's a Hall of Famer. He knows they have no chance. So funny. So Those I are two words that people often use in the same yeah. sentence. Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> and smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's football smart. He knows that team stinks. They shouldn't be in the playoffs. It should have been the Chargers. should have been the Ravens. Like, it really should have been the Colts. I mean, the, okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it should have been the Colts. Yeah. You know, week eighteen. What flying <laughs> fuck? Happened? What the fuck happened? Remember when we all thought they were going to win the fucking Super Bowl for a few weeks? Yeah. Weeks ago. I mean, you want to yeah. talk about you know again an unnamed podcast? Chief or Colts? They can run the ball. They have a good defense. But at the end of the day, if you have a quarterback who's got you know the worst decision making sometimes you've ever seen. Yeah, you can't win. And I think Carson Wentz has just, you know, shown us like he does not have the clutch gene uh, to the point where I saw something come out maybe yesterday that the Colts GM isn't even willing to commit to him for the Mm -hmm. future. Not a good look for something you (laughs) traded for who the Eagles now have three first round picks, not just because of that, but somebody you traded for, you're not, you know, don't have the faith in you. I don't know what happened there. I didn't watch much of that game, but I didn't either. Looked at the score. I was like, it's 26 to three. Like, yeah, the Jags, they're getting blown out. And this was a Jags organization where all of their fans showed up in clown masks to protest against their owner who put up a stadium or uh, he owns Fulham over in England and he put up a statue of Michael Jackson in front of the Fulham stadium. Like, that's who they're dealing with. And somehow they were able to beat the Colts. I know it's mental. It's mental. Absolutely makes no sense. That was one of the worst losses, um, definitely of the year, probably ever, for the Colts to actually lose that game. Um, Jacksonville, you're right, because it's not only other Colts who were supposedly good, Lee, as you mentioned, everyone talking about them for the Super Bowl, but as you just said, Pima, the train wreck of an organization and team they're playing. Just freaking- the, the Jags were coming off a loss to the Patriots where they lost by 50. Their <laughs> fans were wearing clown outfits, like – Dude, it's insane. It's so funny that they lost that game. It's and like 
you can blame Carson Wentz a ton. I didn't watch the game, so I have no professional like. That's yeah. just heard was yeah. Carson Wentz was. But bad. like their defense gave up a shitload of points to the clown team. Like you know they have the best running back in the league. He couldn't get it going either. I guess like what I, it must have been just a colossal failure, and it's just like, and you know they they should have beaten the Raiders too. Like they that was a Carson Wentz fuck up game. Uh, and yeah, it's just, it's insane that that team is not in the playoffs. Yeah, it really is. But I'm kind of happy that they aren't because it just, you know, gives us another team that we can all maybe commonly hate. Unlike Jerry's unnatural hatred mm-hmm. of every other NFL. Yeah. <laughs> Chargers, and Raiders. Chargers and Raiders. Oh, and Bills. I don't hate the Bills. There you go. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, nice. So, so it's pretty much just an attack on you and me, Lee. Like, <laughs> yeah, gotcha. That's ever the, beat I don't the, hate the Jags. Who hates the Jags? No, nobody, nobody hates, hates yeah. the Jags. Nobody hates the Jags. Well, I, you know, I know we all have busy schedules to keep here, and we'd be stupid if we didn't talk about this uh, game that we've seen twice this year now for the third time on Monday night. Um, do, you, do you want to take this one? I know. You, yeah, I Jerry, you, take. Uh, why, what do you got, Jerry? Yeah, the preface, I I made a friendly preface, um, a wager with a friend and some Detroit buddies. So as Lions fans, there are two camps, the Matt Stafford lovers, the Matt Stafford haters, you know, agnostic folks. I was mostly a Matt Stafford lover. But, you know, I was a little agnostic at times. Matt Stafford agnostic. Yeah, but in the end, you know, he's my guy. So, you know, there was a friendly wager and one of our friends made basically between the camps that if Matt Stafford were to ever win a playoff game, in his career, the Matt Stafford uh, supporters would win the bet. And if he never, the other side, which really gave some great odds here for us, if as long as he never wins any time in his career, then we lose. So we just need one playoff win for Matt Stafford, and we win this championship bet. It's great. And so I'm really excited for this game on Monday. Um, Matt Stafford, I'm going to wear my I want to wear my Matt Stafford Lions jersey. Don't have it with me, so I'm going to wear my Barry Sanders Lions jersey in honor of Matt Stafford on the Rams for Monday night. Yep. So yep. <laughs> um, I love this game. It's going to be a great matchup. Finally, uh, a rubber match between these two teams. I think the Rams, if they can put something together here, can make a run in these playoffs. They went all in. We sure as hell know that, and they haven't looked that damn great going down the stretch. So they need to get things together. I think this is a way better matchup for them than playing the 49ers again at yep. home. Especially because it'll be a home game. That was pathetic. Uh, Love you, Ev. Go Rams. Love you, staff. Go Rams. But pathetic (laughs) showing by the Rams home fans to be taken over by the 49ers last week. Um, So I like the matchup. think it's going to be a good game. Stafford's going to put it together. Rams are going to roll. I got the Rams in this one, too, mostly because I think the Cardinals stink. Uh, I think they should do it. Stafford's looked a little wonky, but, I mean, they have such a good team. I feel like they should – uh, they should win this one. Jerry, you left your Stafford jersey at home. You don't have it with you? I'm surprised it's not framed in the room, but we're learning the same thing right now. I, I think it's all framed in my room back home, uh, in my childhood <laughs> room in Detroit, where it should be, um, enshrined. So, um, yeah, I'm really – I'm excited. What do you – I don't know, PM, are you I, – I like Lee's point here. The Cardinals suck, number one. I, I am with you. I don't have as much riding on this game, but I have a little bit riding on this game on the Rams side of things. And I agree. I think the Cardinals suck. I don't think that Cliff Kingsbury is the best head coach, um, which, you know, this time of year does matter. There is an X factor though. JJ Watt returning from IR. Who knows how healthy he'll be? Who knows if he's even going to play? But that is somebody who maybe could make a difference in this game, maybe impact Stafford's ability to get the ball out quickly. Um, I, I, you know, I don't really know how much he's going to impact the game, but I do think that's something to keep in mind. That being said, I like the Rams a lot in this game, um, and I, I'm hopeful that they go ahead and win because I think kind of for matchups down the line, it'll be more exciting to see the Rams in the playoffs than the Cardinals. Agreed. Uh, I guess to that too, I remember JJ Watt didn't play that much this year, but when he did, I remember there was the game where Chandler Jones had five sacks. Like maybe that at least takes some pressure off of Chandler Jones and he can affect the pass rush again a little bit. Maybe he's got got too much pressure being the only big pass rusher there. So uh, even if it's not JJ making the big plays, maybe that helps the other Cardinals players. Um, I just like, you know, 
they they're so uh inconsistent and and kyler murray can be inconsistent i just i don't believe in the cardinals i'd never have believed in the cardinals not even when they were had a really good record at the beginning of the year um i just like don't think their team is that great um and the rams should have a better team they're also inconsistent as fuck though so that's the thing is what if the rams have a bad day like they could and the, yeah the good one like they had against dallas two weeks ago then they could win this game i mean the cardinals can win this game I've watched this guy. I love this guy. Trust me. Know it. But gosh, he can make some crazy plays in some games he must win. Circa 2015, Packers at home. We had the division championship. All we had to do was win. We didn't. You know, these must-win games, he sometimes doesn't win them. But he got to win hey, Jerry, them. Jerry, con- congrats got- on the uh, the big lines win this week, though. That was, you know, you, you beat the Packers. That was big. You bringing that up at the end. Always great to beat Green Bay. Things are going up. Uh, if anybody else wants to get a Dan Campbell T-shirt that says <laughs> across the back, I'm ordering one. Um, going to be rocking that a lot this offseason. And it's just like his face with a headset on. So let me know. Uh, put in some orders. Go to bteam.org, and uh, we'll get that going for you. Yeah, that's going to be part of our new merch package that's yeah. coming out here in uh, yeah. 2022. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. We'll also be releasing some NFTs as well. Mm, um, yep. In process so if you've got some you know spare cash lying around and want to support your favorite podcast it's a good way to do it there for sure uh, i don't want to discredit the cardinals here but i think if we think about comparisons they remind me a lot of the steelers last year team that started off hot has really trended downwards and when you look at the roster kind of you know one through 53 doesn't impress you as much. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins not playing for most of the year, too, and being out for this game. You really start thinking, who the fuck are they going to throw the ball to? Christian Kirk and A.J. Green? Like, I didn't realize it was 2011 and we were playing in the CFL. But we'll see. You know, Kyler Murray does have that once-in-a-lifetime athletic talent that we all wish that we could have been blessed with. And Every day. Yeah, every day I wake up, if I was Kyler Murray, my life would be Mm -hmm. so much yeah. Um, but, you know, that's not my reality. And I think the Rams win this game. Mm-hmm. I also love, we used to call it Super Wild Card Weekend because I'm into adding Super to it. That, it's that, it's still Super Wild Card Weekend. And that, the, I was wondering, no, I was saying, did they do that before this year? I think it, last year. I think that these, these, with the extra game, it's Super Wild Card Weekend now. Best name of weekend ever. I mean, it really could be like, Three incredible things all together. Super wild card weekend. I mean, party, let's go. Football, greatest weekend, not only in maybe football, but one of the best in all sports. Yeah, we used to only call uh, it a super wild card weekend when Spencer Ralph visited CC after he was asked to leave. That was the original super wild card weekend. So now uh, now it's different. Now it's, we got we got another one. It's going to be great. This is Yeah, this is going to be a hell of a weekend. Make sure everyone... Um, this is where we have our sponsor. Who's our sponsor for delivering food as you're locked into the couch, not leaving? Um, not DoorDash. No, but, definitely uh, not DoorDash. Fuck DoorDash. Yeah. Fuck DoorDash. <laughs> um, no, no, we're actually sponsored by um, uh, Deliveroo. No, no, no. no yeah. Deliver- Deliveroo. Well, Deliveroo is our for um, British fans. Fuck. But okay. So when I was in Mexico City, there was one. Uh, a delivery app and they're great not that i use them i was eating out all the yeah, time of course but i believe they're called rippy okay um something like that maybe not um, great anyway based out of columbia um rappy rappy this uh this segment was sponsored to you by rappy yeah if you're looking for some good food mm-hmm. and happen to be in south america for a super wild yeah. card weekend rappy <laughs> is your <laughs> provider yeah. um they can get you anything from 7-eleven pizzas etc yeah. and don't forget to use code bteam15 to get 15 percent off mm. of your orders of 50 dollars or more um probably doesn't do too much for you there with the delivery fees but hey you can order you know, for the day. it's a start it's, it's a, a start. long day yeah. of football yeah, you can yeah. Get yeah. dinner all in one order it's and great. just remember make it snappy with rappy that's perfect. This guy's in marketing. <laughs> before, before, before we go to our, of course, everyone's favorite one last thing. What do you? you got, how does revisiting our Super Bowl predictions going into the playoffs now sound? What are you guys looking? Well, I can't remember off the top of my head what they were, um, but I, I think we all chose Chiefs Bucks. 
Or did we not do? I, I think that sounds about right. Um, I don't know. I I hate to be this person, and I know it's not going to work out. But both the one seeds right now look very good. Um, I like the Titans getting Derrick Henry back. I love that Titans defense. Just a bunch of dogs. When you look at where they're from, it's like Morehouse State, Western Tennessee. But that's the kind of grit I want in my defense come playoff time. On the other side of the ball, I you know every time I bet on the Packers, they lose. I bet on the Packers to win the Super Bowl this year. But I think that the week off is actually really going to help. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers' toe, big storyline for most of the season. Probably the only Aaron Rodgers storyline for most yep. of the Right. Uh, shout out Novak Djokovic. I probably could have saved that for one last thing, but they've got a nice little commonality there. Um, Novak's Djokovic. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the title of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do like both one seeds. Um, if I had to stick with my prediction, though, I, I feel pretty comfortable there with the two seeds as well. I don't know. You know, the Bengals. The Bengals might be my kind of sleeper pick. To oh. make a little push, it might be a little bit early next year. Could be, you know, and even for them. But I like the way that they've been playing the past couple of weeks. Uh, gun to my head, though, I'm sticking with my my gut here and saying probably Bucks Chiefs. I think uh, that was my pick. Yeah. yeah, like you know, all things aside, I don't like to bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs, and it's Patrick Mahomes. Uh, we've seen it for the past four years. I just. That, that's if I had a gun to my head, you know, hey, your family's going to die if you don't pick this one right. Bucks Chiefs. I think I'm going to amend mine to Chiefs Packers. Uh, I think this is this may be their year. I'm like, I know you're going to hate to hear this, uh, Jerry, especially, but I'm kind of in a way rooting for Aaron Rodgers a little bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like he deserves more Super Bowls. He's just so fucking good. Uh, I, I won't be disappointed if, if it's, if it's the Packers, um, don't sleep on the Patriots. Uh, if they beat the bills, they kind of have good matchups and they, I think they match up pretty well against the chiefs. Um, so, but I'm going to say, I think it's going to be, uh, Packers, Packers, chiefs. Mm, mm. I mean, I, I get these match. I get the Packers, especially from, uh, my mind from a, if I use my mind and put my heart aside from a logical perspective I see it exactly but you're not um, a logical person I'm not a logical yeah. Yeah. Basically when it comes to football everything I mean I you know who I've been married to for 28 years um but you got married when you were zero years yeah, old I was married to um who was it at that time like Johnny Morton at wide receiver uh uh we had um uh, uh oh come on Charlie Batch Charlie Batch was my Uh-oh. Yeah. Weird affair that you had for a year with John Kittner. Yeah, that was tough. Um, I think Culpepper showed up for a couple of years. People forget. Now, my matchup, though, has to be uh, revised. A. I, don't, I, I love you're sticking with it. I'm glad someone on the pod is. Um, but I'm going Titans, and I love the Titans. I'm all about the Titans right now. I love that team um, for everything you said. They're just a great, gritty team. Uh, I like Vrabel a lot. And Tana Chill would be awesome to win a championship. The most incredible bounce back, uh, I think, of any quarterback career if he did do that. Now, on the uh, NFC side, I mean, I just got to do it. You know, I got to do it. I got to do it. Rams, baby. Let's go. <laughs> let's go to the Super Bowl, baby. And let's see what happens there. Perfect. As- I, I will quickly say uh, I don't believe in the Titans. As a Patriots fan, I really hope to play the Titans at some point. I hope we beat the Bills and get to play the Titans because I think they would feast on the Titans. But I think Titans might not win a playoff game. That's my that's my pick. Uh, but, you yeah, know, we'll see what happens. Love it. Well, it's everyone's favorite segment. One last thing. I can go ahead and start us off here. This is the best weekend in sports, and it's not just due – to what's going on in the NFL, but what's also going on in the EPL. Mm. If you're interested in waking up at 5.30 in the morning or doing some stuff that'll make you stay up all night, going out, having a good time, normally does it for me. 5.30 tomorrow, Manchester City versus Chelsea and what could be pretty much called a, a Premier League decider there. If Manchester City wins that game, I don't see them losing. It's followed up the next day by the North London Derby, Tottenham versus Arsenal. 
throw that on top of what we have in the afternoon, you literally could wake up at 5.30 and not leave your couch until uh, I'd hope you get off at some point on Sunday night after that game ends up. But yeah, go EPL. Good weekend for sports. One last thing. The American uh, rabbit is actually a breeder rabbit recognized by the American Rabbit Breeders Association in 1917. Um, it's mainly used as fur, but also is cute to look at and plays in your garden. One last thing. Uh, <laughs> one, last, one last thing. I was watching Love Actually over uh, Christmas, and one of the storylines um, is a uh, a couple in their office and they the girl has a big crush on the guy they end up hooking up at the end and it never really gets resolved uh the guy is like you know just kind of like a nice like attractive kind of tan skinned co-worker looks like a normal guy turns out he plays king xerxes in 300 uh i believe he's brazilian um but look up his imdb he is he's a love interest in love actually all the way to king xerxes in 300 one last thing one last thing. One last thing. See you, Jerry. Honey, I'm home, but I'm not married. Carried a lot of problems around, being frustrated. And now I'm sitting at the end of the month. I just made it like you made the B team. And like your daddy's wife, you're making a call. You heard the H.E. Alien, so back the hell up off. Softly as if I played piano in the dark. Found a way to channel my anger, not to involve. The world's a stage and everybody got to play their part. God works in mysterious ways, and when he starts the job of speaking through us, we be so sincere with this here. No drugs or alcohol, so I can get the signal. Clear as day, put my block away. I got a stronger weapon that never runs out of ammunition, so I'm ready for war. Okay, hold your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. And if they like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, Oh, yeah, now hold your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care.